0: Monday, and welcome back to the final full week of the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we've been going over the greatest adventure movie Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston Direction feature, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of tvdads.com.
1: And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And Jim, I think I hear it. Ooh. You're listening to a special Billy Campbell episode on The Rocketeer Minute,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Campbell.
2: Oh my goodness! I can't believe you you insist on doing that. <laughs>
0: well, um, there's not there's not many more left. I mean, we're just. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait, there's more.
1: There now? is more. There is indeed. We have another guest with us tonight. We're uh, we're working without a net and uh, we're very excited to welcome Amy Young, uh, formerly of ILM who worked on pyrotechnics on this movie. So uh, we've got the head of the acting department and uh, and uh, somebody fresh from the explosions department. Amy, welcome to the show. <laughs> show.
3: Thanks.
0: It was quite a. This is really the the the, the be all and end all of <laughs> kaboom. Yeah, um, we're watching poor Lothar about to meet his savage end. Uh, just uh, barbecuing away. Uh, did you work any on on the floor effects there as, as that was going off? Or um,
3: well, a lot of that stuff. Yes, I mean a lot of that stuff is. Um, uh, elements, um, and there's you know blue screen. It was blue screen back then. So yep. yes, uh, there are there are two specific sets. We had the Hollywood Land set, and then we had the Zeppelin that was, you know, where the big explosions were. And then there were elements and small things for miniature stuff, like miniature rocketeer, <laughs> miniature well, plane.
0: Yeah. All the maquettes and things. Um, that is a beautiful job there. As uh, as we watch Loth- the the last moments of Lothar, as so- someone had to draw that ever ever shrinking mat around him to make him <laughs> <a> disappear mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. the smoke. But uh, a great a great end for Tiny Ron. If you're going to go out, go out with a bang. Uh, um, h- how was the night there, uh, uh, Billy? When you were when you were doing it, was it a cold night doing this or
2: uh, on top of the uh, on top of the zeppelin? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh- it, it was I, – I I remember being cold uh, until, of course, the explosions went off. <laughs> um, and then we were instantaneously very, very warm. Um, and I remember doing a – I remember coming up to ILM, Amy, and doing um, uh, a – I guess it was a blue screen uh, – <laughs> hanging off the ladder yep. as the explosions were under us.
3: I over. remember – watching you hang there <laughs> and and also timothy dalton hanging, and he got blown up too now, yeah
1: that's now, right billy very quickly mm. there's I, I can't tell like there's an illusion like right in sort of second one as just before lothar turns around to see the explosions coming from him it looks like off to the left side of the screen i can see ground and maybe even like a tree or something Oh, am yeah? I, am I completely hallucinating? Or was the, this... this uh, The set was obviously fairly close to the ground, but how high up uh, off the... How tall was it? How high up were you?
2: I think we were 40... At l- I think we were 40 feet or so at the apex okay. of the, uh, the Zeppelin wow. section. Um, uh, they had to be fairly high up to get enough of the, uh, the curvature. Sure. And... Uh, yeah, but it, it's not unthinkable that you would be seeing uh, a piece of the ground there that they figured would uh, just sort of not be noticeable in all the excitement.
1: Right. Absolutely. It's a, I've never noticed it before now, so so again, like so many other things it's taken me 25 plus years and frame by frame. <laughs> no complaints from me.
0: I, I, how many times did you have to run that that route you, you and Jennifer having a having to run the length oh, of it? Oh, I
2: don't I really don't remember uh but it was uh, it, they didn't they didn't do it too many times. You know they had a series of uh, explosions uh, ranged behind the uh, the zeppelin and they blew them off. The furthest one away first, of course, and then successively closer. Uh, I think there were, well, you can count them: boom, 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 boom. Maybe there, there were have four.
3: Been four, because yeah. what uh, we did at ILM is we sort of matched that. With our model, except Hmm. instead of the view that of Lothar, ours was the side view where you see it going down at the end, but it went in four sections and moved Mm -hmm. down. um, You know, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On the the auto gyro, which is Hal's uh, point of interest, I know. (laughs) 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 We'll we'll get Uh, to that in a moment. Yeah, uh that that uh that autogyro is just a stunning bit of uh, I'm I'm assuming that's model work and uh just a couple of great composites there between the the zeppelin moving back, you know, the the, the tail of zeppelin moving away mm-hmm. in the distance as the uh as the autogyro is coming in. Um how how big was that autogyro model, do you know, Amy? I...
3: Uh I'm going to have to guess, but it wasn't very big. It was it was motion control miniature, you know. So and I know miniature can sometimes be big, but uh, yeah. I don't think it was very big at all. Oh. I,
0: I I have seen pictures of the uh, the blimp model, and that was anything but miniature. It that was, was a... huge. It was. Oh, oh, I remember seeing that.
3: I just was talking to Steve Golly, who was the head of the of that project, and I asked him how long it was, and now I can't remember what he said. But it's about three car lengths to four. Oh. Caroline, big big ones, you know.
1: Yeah, it's substantial. Yeah. It's a lot bigger than a lot of people would realize. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the the intricacy on it too. All the all Gorgeous. the girder
0: work and the, just well, just incredible.
3: Well, uh, you know, I don't want to take up too much of Billy's time because he's got to go soon. But um, I've got stories. I mean, I could tell you they they actually used the Hindenburg plans because uh, another person who was the head of the grip department his name is Dick Dova. His father uh, was one of the survivors of the Hindenburg. He's the guy that jumped. Uh, he was wow. the acrobat that jumped onto the car. Really? The, oh, the one
1: that uh, uh, played by um, LeBeau from Hogan's Heroes in the in the Yeah, yeah I film. guess yeah. Carey, yeah. So his name was yes, Ben Dova
3: Spa, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Ben Dova. That was his name. He was he was a <laughs> yep. And uh, he was an acrobat and clown and, um, and Dickie was just like three or four years old standing on the tarmac watching this burn. And wow, he was gosh. given, uh, so his father was given a book that, a very old book that had the original building plans and Dick lent it to Steve to use, to build the Zeppelin. That we used to blow up. That's cool. Wow. So,
2: what a yeah. what an amazing piece of trivia.
3: Yeah, and yeah, it, and it was amazing when we'd watch dailies. I, I remember Dick sitting next to me, and um, he had to get up and leave because he started crying because it was just oh. too it was too real for him. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, no, it, it's
0: incredible. I mean, we're looking at this, and you know, even though the the cameras were motion controlled, this is all a real effect. You know, it's, it's a it's a floor effect. I mean, it's real. Uh, you're adding film elements and things, but just watching the, the whole motion of that that beautiful craft is, well, is the, incredible.
3: Well, the the zeppelin we took it out to an air force field here called Hamilton Air Force Base. It's not it's not active anymore. And we hung that thing, and it was hanging from, I think, four cables. Uh, And uh, the cables had cutters on them that basically you, you rig, and they explode, and they cut. And then, so that's why it looks in that last frame like it's starting to fall. So we cut the cables, and it would, one by one, it would start to fall, and the sections are going off. And when you see that tail section close up, billowing and burning that that wasn't cg that was really happening so wow yeah it was what uh,
0: what kind of pyros do you use in that to to make it the the different colors of flame is it similar to fireworks or how how are you getting the different uh,
3: gasoline naphthalene uh we use uh primacord yeah that those are the basics yeah Lots of gasoline gas bags. You basically fill okay. fill a plastic bag, block bag, with gasoline. You put a match in it. You tie it up. You pack it in where you want to put it, and that's that's what you get. And sometimes you put debris in there. I don't remember if we used any debris. I don't think we did. But it, man, there's, there's some beautiful be, debris it, coming off of that thing. Oh, and, it's and such
0: and yeah. a yeah. great yeah. explosion. The, <laughs> those big streamers of smoke and.
3: Yeah. there's some spinners there's some stuff spinning i i noticed yeah. when i was watching the the minute that you sent I, and i could watch it frame by frame i was like wow <laughs> i don't think i noticed that before and <laughs> that's what's so much fun is when we do this and we watch it in dailies and we slow it down you know that we see that um
2: see all the stuff that you didn't you didn't uh, quite know to explain. well because it
3: happens so quick yeah. when you're actually yeah. filming it and we had a lot of cameras on it and um and, and I'll, I'll tell you one more piece of trivia. I don't know if you know this, but we had to do it twice because right. the first Zeppelin, and there was only one built. It, Disney had the recommendation. We Somebody from ILM recommended that we have two, just in case something happened. And they said, no, 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 we just want one. And so we built that thing, and it took a long time. Uh, and it didn't go right. The explosions, everything, there was just a big accident. It went in the wrong direction. It was just, it didn't work. And so we had to build another one. And we had like two weeks to do it. And wow. they did it. Those guys We have some wow. really great model makers. And they did wow. it. And it just came off
2: really well. On that, on that impressive note... I'm afraid I have to bow out. I Definitely. actually have to go back to work. I'm so sorry, but
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. Every, we we have to do this just on behalf of all the Cardinal fans out there that you're trying to get season two finished so they can it's, watch it on yeah, TV. It's so,
2: it, it's true. So uh, uh, well, I'm so sorry about that, and Amy. I I hope that we can talk again because I'd love to reminisce about the Renaissance yeah. Fair.
3: <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll do it, all right,
1: such Billy. Well, we'll uh, we'll take the next twenty time. minutes to play your your closing theme. And, oh uh, <laughs> my
2: goodness! I'm leaving at just the right
0: time. All right.
2: Okay. Take, take care, care, everybody. Take
3: care, bye. Okay, bye. bye. bye.
0: Uh, but, uh, Billy, Billy Campbell, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel like, uh, I feel like well, he's still there. <laughs> the Banquo's ghost. There we are.
3: He's gonna wait until he... I'm leaving now. Yeah, he, that's what he says, right? <laughs> yes,
1: now he's just gonna sit and listen. <laughs> now we can talk about
3: it. No. yeah, let's...
0: but uh, but we will. Uh, yeah, we, he'll he'll be back. I'm sure before before we end the series, he'll be back. We've got a, we've got eight more episodes to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's it's just amazing. How did you wind up in ILM, Amy? How did that How did that all start out?
3: oh uh, well um without giving my i'll put
0: my feet up it's okay we got time.
3: <laughs> without giving a long journey um i'll just try to condense it my i was my my father was a theatrical manager and uh, broadway manager and producer so i was into you know the field and so i was you know just going the theater route but i'm in the san francisco bay area i Knew I wanted to do, you know, technical stuff, so I got into the Stagehands Union, which is local. When you work in the Stagehands Union around here, you go to the theater one day, you go work a convention the next day, you go work on a film set for a few days, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I was just really lucky to get a call to ILM, and at the time I was an apprentice, and they like to keep the apprentices working. So the steward at the ILM at the time just kept me working and people got to know me and they kept me around. And I had also just gotten my pyro license because while I I worked at the San Francisco Opera, there were other pyro technicians doing pyro there. And I just really thought it was interesting. And so... I started studying it and took all the tests and got all the licensing and just got into it. And it was, at the time, I was the only woman in the state of California with a pyrotechnic license. And um, I think I'm the only one that's ever worked at ILM.
1: Wow. <laughs> um, so. Amy, just very quickly, uh, you mentioned, you know, living in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, you you were born in that area? That you, you started Actually, there as a kid? Actually,
3: no, I'm from New York City. Oh, okay. I'm from there originally.
1: So, we're just curious. I uh, I was born in the Bay Area. I was born in San Mateo and lived in Burlingame for the first several years of my life. We, my family still has a house in Burlingame Hills. Oh, so nice. Anytime I hear about the Bay Area, I always, yeah. I always reminisce a little.
3: Yeah, well, it's uh, it's, we've had quite some heat lately but it's it's also the fog's coming back too it's it's a beautiful place you know it's a gorgeous place
0: i have to ask if you were working at ilm in the i guess in the 80s and 90s that must have they had a lot of pyro jobs for for you i would think
3: they did i mean the 90s we say among among my colleagues we get together once in a while now for some parties and we all reminisce and we say the 90s those those late 80s the 90s were a really special time special effects uh visual effects were starting to come in like uh with the abyss and um terminator 2 that you know that kind of stuff we had a lot of commercials we had tons of commercial work but yeah there was there was quite a bit um I should have had my list with me of stuff that I've done, but let's see. Backdraft—that was a lot. Oh yeah, that's oh, all yeah. firework. it was all pyro. Yeah. <laughs> it was all pyro, and uh, um, always is another one with sure. a lot of. Oh yeah. Effects. Oh really?
1: Oh, one of my very very favorites. It was a Beautiful I spent a lot film. Of time with, uh, yeah, I've spent a lot of time with Steve Hinton, who did some of the, uh, a bunch of the flying in that in that picture.
3: Mm, that was a beautiful film, yes. and um, Terminator Two, and. Um, cool. I'm I'm forgetting, but there's no, just lots fun. of stuff, and and sometimes <laughs> it's just elements, and sometimes the pyro department is actually not doing any pyro, but water effects too. Oh, okay. You know, oh. oh, there were Star Trek films in there, too. we Oh, yeah. Blew up the Enterprise. Yoo-hoo! Oh, that was absolutely. fun.
1: <laughs> that was you? Yes!
3: <laughs> <laughs> blew up the saucer section. Oh.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, I always get misty-eyed every time they blow up the Enterprise. but <laughs> Yeah. So you're you're bringing drama and emotion to it, yeah. so you're doing your job. I won't blame you for it.
3: <laughs> yeah. But um, sometimes it's water effects, like um, the end of Terminator 2, when the... Um, when the uh, I forget oh, the T one thousand is melting. Yeah. Um. It's actually a big pool, and in an, uh it was in a sort of a clear you know tank, and filled with water, and just have somebody in there just thrashing water around, and so you get a lot of that, and just just filming the water effects, and sometimes you have flame balls just coming out and you're just filming that.
0: Did you get to work on any of the uh, uh, Star Wars episodes 1, 2, three, that, that uh, era, or 3? That
3: You know, I was right in between 4, 5, and 6 and 1, 2, and ah. 3. I worked on special edition and um, there wasn't any pyro in that. I mean, I wasn't all, always a pyrotechnician. I would work in the grip department. I ran the shop for a while uh, and I did costumes too. And so that's what I did for the special editions is we had some added scenes that that needed costuming oh. And I did that and I did model making too. So but oh. I, I
0: guess there's never a dull moment in it. it's always something like it. it was you know, just,
3: just... it was a really yeah and it was such a special time and a fun place special incredibly talented people. I just feel so honored to have been there. And when I was a kid, I was 14 when Star Wars came out and I never would have imagined that I would have been able to work with those people. Because I was still in New York, so who would have thought? And then, you know, and then it just, it happened. And it's like, man, I cannot believe this. You know, (laughs) I cannot believe this, so...
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, no, it's good that you, you found your bliss with this. with this. Definitely. It sounds like you you had a really good time there. And not not that many people get to do something like that. So, no. Uh, and it was a special group.
3: Family, really. They're just really special people.
0: It's really been a lot of fun with what we've been doing over these past 100-odd episodes. Uh, just hearing all these people that were involved in the production. And everybody, no matter what job they had, they all seemed to have a really good time. Uh, with uh, with the production of, of this film. And it, it's it, it's nice hearing that even on, you know, like the post-production things like that, it's still, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Oh,
3: it was very much involved. And, you know, take it from the top, Joe Johnston uh, and Ken Ralston as well. Ken Ralston was, um, uh, you know, he was the visual yeah. effects supervisor. And they are both a lot of fun. Ken is a ton of fun. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I, I might have mentioned it in email, but... Um, uh we were talking about uh the rocketeer helmet cuz I sent you a picture of me yeah. wearing wearing a screen used one um <laughs> and Joe actually stood in for Billy in a special effects shot so we have pictures of him in the oh. in the costume oh. and yeah, and um, oh, is that? So, so that was a lot of fun, and those guys were a lot of fun, and we had our rap party at a bowling alley in San Francisco, and somebody had the idea of taking production stills. Not they weren't uh, like complete production stills. They were um, I don't mean complete. They 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 weren't good quality. They were just you know. Snapshots and yeah. stuff, kind of things, and just and there were like negatives that had been printed on paper. There we go, proofs. And uh, there's a picture of Joe, but you don't know it's Joe, and and in the Rocketeer helmet. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna pick this up and have him sign it. And so, right there, had him sign it, and I have it over my desk.
1: Aww. Oh, that is so cool.
3: It, you know, and the film itself. We had fun doing it And then when you go to see a film You don't always know whether it's going to be good or not You just You you just have fun I always had fun working on films there And sometimes there were some films I worked on That were so much fun And then we go to see them and we were like Oh my god this is horrible But this one <laughs> this, this one is so special And you know everybody in it Billy hats off to Billy It was just It was it was fantastic. Um, the story, the music, the cinematography, just gorgeous, gorgeous film. It,
0: it, it always amazes me how many people haven't seen this movie because it's such a, I mean, it, this is up there to me. It's up there with Star Wars, Indiana Jones, any, any movie that you want to like recommend to somebody and you can not even hesitate and say, why don't you watch The Rocketeer? was <laughs> a great film. And, you know, when people see it, everybody that I've known that I've recommended it to is like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, And it just never, you know, it, it, I mean, un- unfortunately, it came out right before Terminator 2, and Terminator 2 just kind of, like, wiped it off the map that
1: summer, and it was... Which was partially Amy's fault. We yeah. have to out. <laughs>
3: yeah, I know. And I hadn't, I've i heard you guys talk about that on previous episodes, and I. it's funny, I didn't think about that. I didn't link them. But then I also heard you say, you know, talked about the marketing and how it should have come out maybe as a Touchstone film instead of a Disney film. They yeah, know. it was it
0: was all it was all the beginning of, you know, this is like between um, it was right between uh, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. So people think, you know, there's, where's the princess in this story? And right. yeah, Je- Jenny Blake is not the princess, but it's OK for it. <laughs> well, wait
3: a minute. Um, Doesn't she play a princess? <laughs> that's, well, she's a Saxon princess. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe, I think Lisa maybe...
1: Peterson is the prince is the real yeah. princess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. prince.
0: Yeah, uh, if Billy were
1: still here uh, to defend himself, I'd say he was the princess. But uh, (laughs) you know, that's no (laughs) fair.
3: Yeah, he
0: was okay. He was, he was, yeah. But it's just, you know, it, it's just such a remarkable film, and it's such, it, it's such a great story, and your special effects help sell the whole thing. I mean, you're watching this big, you know, we've been watching this zeppelin burning for the past ten minutes, and, <laughs> and mm-hmm. just having this big kaboom of an ending. It's, right. it, it's very satisfying. It was. Just,
3: oh, and it's the the you know the explosion. It was really satisfying too. I have to tell you, I just remembered when we were done for the evening it was probably 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning probably 3 in the morning or something like that and um, I was driving home and it's pretty quiet around here crickets, cops have nothing to do in the middle of the night and um, I don't know why I was pulled over just a couple blocks from my home and cop pulled me over and <laughs> I opened the window and he just kind of jumped back because the smell of gasoline and naphthalene <laughs> coming off of me was so, so strong. Was I- wow. Oh, God. Yeah. So just
1: what have you been drinking tonight, ma'am? <laughs> I, know.
3: I know, and I explained it to him. He was like, okay, get home and take a shower. Wow. You know? <laughs> I was going to no, say, really you know. we blow up a
1: Zeppelin tonight. <laughs> <laughs> in that part of the country, I guess it's a little bit more accepted. Yeah. I-, I had a quick question about, you know, this uh, amazing shot of the of the zeppelin model blowing mm-hmm. up in sequence like that, and that timing is so exquisitely perfect. The backdrop there is that a matte painting, or was that uh, slide footage composited you I to know? have
3: to guess that that's a matte painting um
1: so what I was thinking
3: because i what I'm not sure about is because at i l m right now they have some of the old matte paintings hanging in the hallways, and they have one like that, but I think that one's from e t But they're very similar. I I don't know for sure. But I know that in Rocketeer, um, there's a lot of compositing and there was animation as well. Because the party I went to not long ago for for Star Wars, I talked to a couple of the people who worked on Rocketeer because... thought we were going to be talking about the Hollywood land explosion as well and and Timothy Dalton uh, flailing his arms about and so I oh, talked right. to the two guys that did that sh- that did that shot and it was a combination of compositing and animation and I just completely forgot what you asked me about
1: Oh it was just about whether that was a matte painting that oh, the uh, matte you know, painted, view of the yeah. LA basin back there
3: So it could have been so it could have been or it could have been animated but yeah, yeah. they just had the you know they have the elements very much like what Billy was describing that they had the explosions in the background and then there's <laughs> Timothy Dalton hanging off of a harness in the <laughs> middle of our <laughs> sound stage and then there's also the miniature elements as well we did this outside at night in like a courtyard on our facility there and it was a big, big hillside, uh, beautifully done by a couple of model makers. Should I mention their name? Randy Ottenberg sure. and Chuck Riley, sure. And I'm sure some other people worked on it, too. But they principally did it. And they decorated it with all the sand and the greenery and stuff. And then the words, land. And it, it was a shot late at night with cranes holding up basically a miniature the what would have been timothy dalton and it just gets dropped down and boom and knocked over it knocked and see we see it it happens really quick and then you see it in dailies and it slows it down and everybody was just clapping and laughing and it's just yeah it was really fun
1: was dalton a good sport uh, when he was on the soundstage and in the harness and things I don't like really, really remember
3: okay. I don't really remember seeing him n- in any other position than hanging, so it's like i wa- <laughs> it's like I went you know I wasn't there all the time didn't need to be on that shot, but you know you go through the sound stage, you go by there, and there he is, and was <laughs> <it,
1: James laughs> bond up, it's up on the ceiling yes, exactly. no
3: no, I mean I mean I recall him smiling, so right. I guess it was okay.
1: <laughs> I guess if he were especially difficult, you would—you'd probably remember. I probably that. would have remembered. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, one of the other, one of the many things that really just amazes me in this minute uh, is so beautifully done. Is the dissolve? Uh, if I'm using the term correctly, Amy, from your magnificent explosion right to the most perfectly quintessential of southern california things the sunny day and the oranges
3: yeah orange
1: tree right there going from the orange of the fire to the orange oranges themselves on the tree and millie picking them as soon as we see her out there it's a sunny day she's picking oranges you know instantly everything's okay and of course the juxtaposition against that horrible explosion as cliff and jenny are just barely rescued It's just it, it's just a master stroke.
3: Yeah, it it, it is, and necessary, I think, because whenever there's something like that explosion, you're very unnerved, and you you need that, and you need something to calm you down. And and right. she is, and she, that was her role in that film, wasn't it? To keep, she was the steady person to yeah. keep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Through.
1: She was the, your aunt Millie. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I, I, <laughs> I, I wish she was my aunt Aunt Margot Martindale. Yeah. sorry, my aunt <laughs> beloved character actress Margot Martindale. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and uh, cool. the the funny thing with uh, what she's holding in her hand—that wooden bucket—we know that uh, our our super fin head Mike Bruno owns that bucket and the big plastic oranges that <laughs> yes. she's pulling off the tree. Oh. It's very. Yeah, we just saw a picture of it again. today.
1: Uh, well, sorry, today being the day we recorded this. Today or yesterday, we do record these off uh, in advance and out of mm-hmm. sequence. But
0: uh, and uh, yeah, he, he has a whole bucket of those plastic oranges and uh, and and the bucket itself. <laughs> <So> it's, <laughs>
3: No. It's fun to keep that kind of stuff. I have stuff like that around. I can't name off the top of my head, but they're yeah. just—they look practical or like things you just have in your house. But like, oh no, that's from this film, and nobody would oh, know that. Cool. But but you have the memory because you know what it's from. So, yeah.
0: one one bit of continuity that bothers me is uh, I think. Oh no! I'm sorry. It, it isn't. That, it, I was thinking that that might have been the Buick from the South Seas Club, but I don't think any the, any of the uh, black car it, that drives
1: by. Yeah, that's. Uh, I had I thought that at first too, but that the black one. That's a uh, Chrysler Airflow. Oh, it beautiful is a streamlined Airflow. Chrysler 34. Yeah. yeah, just absolutely a gorgeous, gorgeous car. Yeah. So you know, very quickly before we let this minute. Uh, minute get away um we've got to talk for just briefly about the auto Gyro. dearly love these machines there this is a about a 1931 or 32 pitcairn pca2 we've talked about it the full-size mock-up we see in hughes's hangar very early in the film there are three that survive in the world i have said earlier on the show that there are two and i just learned that uh canada aviation museum has uh, sort of major portions of one as far as i know it's unrestored and mostly just a hulk but uh the other two, one is at the Henry Ford Museum in Detroit and number three is right here in Oshkosh in, mm. in the museum, uh, the building where I work. Um, and uh, was uh, was flown in you know, maybe about 10 years ago, so it was still flying pretty regularly, at least as of 10 years ago. Of of everything in this movie, there is probably, this auto gyro rescue is probably the single thing that uh, to me is the least plausible. I will buy the rocket pack, I <laughs> will buy any of it all day, every day. And it doesn't mean I don't love this movie to death but uh, you've got this auto gyro really acting like a helicopter especially when you see billy and uh jennifer connelly getting sort of lifted straight up away from the zeppelin
3: mm-hmm.
1: an auto gyro really is just is much more like an airplane than a helicopter that rotor up on top isn't powered by the engine it just spins freely in the wind so this thing has to be moving forward at a pretty good speed all the time now the zeppelin has some forward motion but nowhere near enough for that auto gyro to sort of hover there and for it to carry that much weight, especially that much weight on the end of an arm like that ladder, it just mm-hmm. it just couldn't do it. And you know what? It doesn't matter because it doesn't ruin the movie for me even one tiny bit.
0: Now, I, well, I think I might be able to fix it for you. If if you will recall, that was in part of uh, Howard Hughes' special projects division and <laughs> so he had yeah. guys
1: crawling all over it. That's true. He yeah, a had a lot of guys with lab coats and clipboards. Yeah. So And that, guys uh, like instantly... that can do anything.
0: Yeah, it, it, there's probably an arc reactor if you want to uh, cross uh, <laughs> <laughs> intellectual the intellectual cross the streams.
1: Yeah, and then Howard Hughes tore his face off, and it was uh, it was Howard Stark underneath, right? Yes, <laughs> possibly. There you
0: go. But it is a it, it well, is a bu- it, it is a it is an uh, a, a a nice trophy for ILM to create such a such a thing and make you believe it. That'll oh,
1: absolutely. And it is it is just gorgeously done and gorgeously shot and everything else. It's you know you say you you won't you never hear me complaining about it. Well, but I wouldn't be the airplane it, it, nerd if I didn't call it out a little bit.
0: Well, and it, it's skill from people you know people who work there like like Amy who who make all this stuff a little bit more believable. And in only the briefs, I mean, we see this for maybe five to ten seconds, and you know it, it's long enough for your brain to buy it. Right? Yeah,
3: the lighting was good. The, you know the the editing every every little piece of it, and that's why they call it industrial light and magic. You know, the people, yeah. the people, yeah. everybody co- comes together, everybody has a little bit of magic that they do and do their elements. And- yeah. And, you know, suspend disbelief. It's one of the things that's um, always been kind of funny for me is when I heard you talking about how believable and not believable it was that I love to go see these films when they come out. And even though I've worked on them i'm not thinking about the raw elements of the film i'm looking at the whole thing just like everybody should be looking at it and to the story you know we all have friends that we that sit around and like to pick something apart especially when we get to like star trek films and things like that and i go and i go (laughs) you know what just suspend disbelief just just watch it just you know Absolutely. it's entertaining people go oh it wasn't like the book or it wasn't this and i'm like you know what it it's a different art medium it's, it's that director's vision it's just just take it for what it is <laughs> so
1: good for you it it's so funny because when we first started talking to billy at one point it, it struck me early on it, it's i i was a little sad for him because i felt like well when he watches this movie, he remembers the sets and the and the takes and mm-hmm. things in between times and behind the scenes and stuff like that. And, you know, did he miss out on an opportunity by being in it? Does he ever really get to see it the way, you know, the way that we do and the way we have loved it so much for so many years? And I think he's now at a point where he can go back and do that, even though he can reminisce. Mm-hmm. I, I get the sense from him that he can kind of turn that part off, just like you said, and just watch it and enjoy it as a, as a movie, which as Jim and I have done countless times over two and a half decades plus.
3: Yeah, I love it. Well, it's got to be something different for an actor. I, I you know, and they all they all are different within their group too. I mean, it's easy for me to because I don't have a face that's on the screen. So, it's <laughs> It's yeah, different. But, but you have you, different. have you have your
0: work you have your work there and I think you probably see it's like, oh that came out too bright or that explosion wasn't big enough or there's too much smoke in it. And, yeah. But but nobody else notices that. You know, right. I mean, that's one of the one of the hard parts about being very meticulous is that you're the only one that's gonna get annoyed by it.
1: And so something we've important. pointed out again and again on this show over the last hundred and one episodes. So hard to believe. <laughs> uh, is that uh, you know, this is a movie that that we we zoom in on, and we we go minute by minute, and we go frame by frame, and talk through it because of the love and affection we have for it. Quite frankly, we we are just never disappointed. The deeper we look, the closer you look, the more you pause and dig in deep, the more wonderful details and things you find. So it's never about you know Billy razzes me about sort of picking fleas, and and I confess to that, but it's uh it, you know it comes from a place of of affection, and it. It comes because I'm amazed that it holds up to this kind of scrutiny.
0: Spe- speaking of scrutiny, I just just was wondering, Amy, you've met Joe Joe Johnston. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if we go to second fifty nine, all the way down the end, the next morning, they're sitting in their little uh, their little spot in the diner mm-hmm. over uh, Cliff's shoulder. There's a man sitting there, uh, and is that Joe by any chance?
3: Let's see. I don't have it open. Let me go oh. so I can I can quite roll this while we're on right sure, so sure yeah try. Yeah. we
1: won't hear the audio so but it helps to maybe turn the volume down just so it's not okay
3: let me whoops you. let me see if i can turn the volume down sorry
0: oh there goes uh, poor lothar
1: yes, we we <laughs> heard him scream
3: <laughs> okay sorry yep. uh now so, let me forward this yeah, thing
0: yeah if you sc- scrub it all the way to the end yeah just the very last second there over uh, over
1: cliff's shoulder i
3: went too far it started over oh. um yeah. I'm okay. not
1: convinced that that's uh, that's him. He that's looks him. like I... somebody, but
3: Well I'll take a look. I'll take a look. Right now Aunt Millie's picking the, the oranges. And there's the dog. <laughs> I went too fast, it's pausing so. on me. Okay, I'm looking at the people in the background. No. No. no, okay. No, no, I don't know who there that we. is, but he looks familiar. But he doesn't.
0: Yeah, we, we're always figuring it's either you know the sunk coordinator or somebody else that was you know second second unit or. Oh, so that u-
3: stuff happens all the time, especially at ILM yeah. because the actors won't be there necessarily. We can't have the actors for everything we need to do, so they started doing this at ILM and they call it the Body Parts Club. And um, you'll have like like in Terminator 2. There's the one where the st- the foster mom's arm turns into metal. Yeah. And so they got somebody to you know they filmed their arm, and so that wasn't that actress's arm. It was somebody at ILM. Um, I've stood in for I stood in for Laura Linney and Congo. I've oh, wow. been I've been in a Star Trek uniform on top of the Enterprise when it was blown up. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, amazing. there's other guys. There's a there's there's you know go back to Indiana Jones. There's a guy who was in that shot where they had him on the ground under the truck. You know, like oh yeah, was. yeah. And then there's another shot grabbing the idol with somebody that they needed somebody <laughs> else from the back wearing the hat. So there's there's wow. all kinds of. There's all kinds of substitutions um that happen. And th- anything yeah. for the art.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah.
3: So it so it could be fun, you know. I mean there's there's a there's a couple at ILM who were the couple Kissing on the Bridge in Hook. Uh oh. that that's another favorite film <laughs> that was done there. <laughs> they they have beautiful matte paintings for that. But yeah. So yeah, well, and I told you, Joe Joe put on the costume, and he yeah, substituted. He, he, he was in it. And wow. um, I wonder if Billy's got a – does he say that he, he got to keep a helmet? That would be cool if he did.
0: Uh, no, actually, he, he uh, as as we've talked to him previously, he said the only souvenir that he had was a, a menu from the Bulldog Cafe, and he gave it to a, a Navy SEAL that he met. Oh. And uh, he uh, he passed that on. He said he, the, the fellow was a big uh, Rocketeer fan, so – uh, Billy being the nice guy that he is, just just hands it off what he had. And uh, I guess he's got, you know, he's got enough memories from this to, to last him a lifetime. Uh, right. Uh, uh, and, you know, fortunately Good. for us, he shared with us the memories that he, that he has of this film. No yeah. and, and so have you, Amy. I really appreciate this, uh, you reaching out to me and uh, and, sure. and being willing to talk about this. I know ILM is a bit of a, it's a mystery to, <laughs> to most of us on the outside. And it, it's fine. It's fine to keep that mystery. But uh, it's it's fun to hear how things went at the time this was all going on. Well, it
3: is a
1: real privilege.
3: Yeah, well, thanks. I, I want to thank you guys. I've really enjoyed listening to your podcasts. And like you were saying earlier, you can look at this thing frame by frame, one minute at a time. And it's actually making it more interesting and more endearing. It, it, it really does. And I love what you guys talk about. I love the aviation information. And the clear love that you have for the film is just... You know, it, it it transcends and it goes across and well, seeps into seeps into us. You know, who are <laughs> listening. <laughs> Those, oh,
1: that's very nice to hear.
0: But we're yeah, we're glad you we enjoy it. I mean, mostly it's it's Hal and me talking about a movie that we really like, but it just kind of spills over into other other, <laughs> other situations. But we're glad, we're glad we've been and we talk about this just about every other episode about how amazing it is that this has opened up a world of other people that were involved either in the production or in after the movie came out, you know, the collection of little bits of ephemera from this movie that people, people want to feel a connection to this film. They they find it very uplifting. They find it, um, they find it as a kind of a film that, that sometimes is it's lacking nowadays. You know, you, you enjoy films, but there's, and your, your special effects are, are great in this film, but it isn't, it isn't really a special effects movie as mm-hmm. a as a front end. I mean, it's not you you're not going to the movie for the special effects. You're going right. there because it has a story that everybody can relate to. Right. If, if and d-
3: that's what makes elements. I mean, that's why sometimes as as great as special effects can be, sometimes it's just you're hit over the head with it. There's just too much. You need story. You know, the story. Yeah.
0: And you need storytellers. I mean, Joe Johnston. If if anything, he is a great storyteller, and right. and he you know he he honed his craft at ILM. So mm-hmm. you know, getting getting this background in what what kind of amazing tools that you have and how that those tools can be used to tell a story. He obviously you know he, he's got it down pat, with, with you can see in every frame of this film.
3: Yeah, he tells some great stories. Another good one he did was October Sky. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yes. another favorite. That, that, had, that had quite a bit
0: of pyro in it, I would think too. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I didn't. We I didn't work on that. I'm not sure where that was done, but um, I did talk to him about it recently, and he was like, "Oh, it's just." He was like, grabbing his chest. He loves that film so. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's good. Well, so, someday maybe Hal and I'll do the, the October Sky minute because I think there's a lot of fans for that one too.
1: Yeah, we dearly love it.
0: But this, this movie more than anything else, this makes me want to go back to California because I see this and I keep, I'm, I'm envious of you waking up in in the golden state every day. It's just,
1: it's, it's such a. Smelling the eucalyptus trees. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Which aren't supposed, they're not native. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But those golden hills. Yeah. Which can be scary when it was drought and now we don't have drought.
0: That's true. But, you know, just being able to go out in your backyard and pick oranges, that's, that's quite a feat. And, uh. I uh, <laughs> I mostly have to put shoes on when I go out in my backyard because there's cactus here. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> and fire ants. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it, it is. It really is. I mean, both. Uh, it's it's a love letter to to Hollywood and to aviation and to and to California. So I think those those three, it's it it hits home on a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of different aspects. Yeah, um, definitely. But uh, again, thank thank you very much for for your part in this movie and making this you know wow. the, the better movie that it was. Yes. Oh. Thank you. And
3: it's you know I was just a little part, you know. There's the, there were several pyrotechnicians working on it, and you know I was just part of the team. And I'm really lucky to be involved. I'm so glad to have been involved. Well,
0: it, it all it all came out just right. So yeah. we, we, you know, I, I know there's did. if if you're in, if you were in the back of the theater clapping at your part in the when the El Capitan <laughs> when they, when it premiered. Oh. Uh, you know, hooray for you! Yeah, so. definitely.
3: Well, yeah, we had we had. We got lucky. Than that, we would get to see it Saturday mornings. Um, We would there's a local one screen theater, and we would go see the screenings and and yeah, and then you go see it with an audience too. Woohoo! Yay! So much fun. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So Jim
1: and I have never sat around watching people listen to our podcast. (laughs) <laughs> well, at least at the time we're recording this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, at the time, by the time this uh, this episode is released, who knows? We may have uh, we may be outside your house right now, watching you, know, watching whoever you are that's listening. <laughs>
3: that's right. Yes.
0: That's right. So, yes, so, yes. you check behind you if you're on the treadmill or out on the yeah. out on a walk with your earbuds in. Nice. Don't pay
3: attention to that mountain <laughs> yes. <on> behind the last. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. And Susan, coming up ch- next on the Creeper It's
0: <laughs> yes, Two thumbs up. Here you go. Uh, but wow. But Amy, thanks so much. Uh, okay. Billy, wherever you're at, thank you for <laughs> being a part of this show. Yeah. And uh, if uh, uh, if you if you're around in the neighborhood, please don't forget to check out Hulu and, and watch uh, Billy's show uh, Cardinal airing at a, at a streaming service near you. Um, for folks who want to continue on this conversation, we have a lot of places you can do it, all the usual spots, uh, Twitter, Rocketeer Minute. You can go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Rocketeer Minute, the big site, rocketeerminute.com, where you can catch up on all the previous 100 episodes that we've already completed. And plus this very next to the next week is the last week, not even a full week. So get in your final 10. I'm not even going to tell you to subscribe anymore because if you haven't figured it out yet, it's we're on iTunes and you can sign up. So just <laughs> – You've got, you've got, you can do that for the last eight episodes. You know how to do that, so we'll skip that part.
1: We still um, want reviews, though. Yes, we're still, please. We're,
0: we're quite vain. Long, long after we're gone, long after we've moved on to other things, and people are saying, "Oh, I remember that Rocketeer Minute thing." Yeah, people will still read our reviews, so please go out and leave us a review. iTunes, Google Play, you know how to find us Rocketeer Minute and hit search. Um, but we will be back here as we start on our. La- uh, the la- well, this is the second last Tuesday. This is the last full week, so this will be our second last Tuesday show. But join us here. As uh, we sit around and eat breakfast with, uh, with Cliff and Peavy and Jenny. And, and <laughs> this will be our last meal instead of a dog. Uh, but join us here tomorrow uh, on the Rocketeer Minute. Until next time, over and out.
2: Okay.